0: High Limit is back tonight and we got updates on the situation from Tri-City, who's racing and who isn't, plus some sprint car news and more blatant safety issues to address. Let's go. It's Tuesday, June 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. High Limit Sprint Car Series back tonight for round number five of the season. They're headed for Eagle Raceway in Nebraska for one of the more anticipated races on this schedule. $28,000 on the line with $1,500 to start, and the first time a big winged 410 series has been to Eagle since the World of Outlaws were there in 2017. Kyle Larson won that race with a late move to get by Shane Stewart. Larson was actually driving a second car for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. that night. Doubling back to last week's heat race issue at Tri-City, we've since seen things from the Justin Sanders slash Swindell Speed Lab side, thanks to their race vlog. In that video, we got to hear and see how Kevin Swindell and Sanders reacted to everything, and we heard Tommy Estes admit to Kevin that he was overruled in the situation. And then Flow Racing posted their high limit room show with Larson, Brad Sweet, and Dylan Welch. And they talked about the whole thing with Larson saying he did get involved and that he probably shouldn't have. As I said last week, they'll learn from what happened and move on. Sweet did say, too, that they will defer to Tommy and Kirk Spridgen in the future. Looking at the entry list, the Swindell Speed Lab 39 and Sanders are absent for tonight, but not because of last week's issues. The team posted to social media yesterday that they are missing tonight, but will be back in the future. Kevin has been dealing with some health issues, and they are going to sit out to get him feeling better again. Certainly can't blame them for that. As for the rest of the entries, it looks like we've lost Pauly Giovanni, Justin Henderson, and Connor Morrell from the full-timers list. Polly had run the first three races with a best finish of 20th at 34 Raceway. He was in C-Mains the other two nights. He did not race last week at Tri-City, even though he was on the entry list uh, and is missing again tonight. Henderson had also been at the first three races, but had yet to advance out of a B-Main. He was also not at Tri-City after being on the initial entry list. And Morrell hadn't missed a show yet in 2023, had a best finish of 19th in the opener at Lakeside, but coming off four straight B-main exits with the All-Stars, he is missing from tonight's list. As of last night, the series had 40 cars pre-entered, including the main names, guys like Larson, Rico, Buddy Kofoid, Brent Marks, Anthony Macri, Tyler Courtney, Corey Eliasson. We've also got Gio Selzy uh, using up another one of his World of Outlaws freebies. Casey Kane is back, and Corey Day has made the tow from California to make his series debut. Larson continues to lead the series points over Macri and Rico, and it's hard to really pick against him tonight. He's won two in a row uh, coming into a racetrack that he really likes. One other name that's done well in recent weeks, kind of under the radar here, is Lachlan McHugh. He's come over from Australia to race this summer. He's doing that with Brandon Eikenberry in that 25 car. He was eighth at Tri-City last week and had two weekend top tens with the All-Stars. He's probably not going to be in the mix for the win, but he could run towards the front. Definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Looks like no support division on the card tonight. Hot laps scheduled for 6.30 p.m. local time. You can watch, as usual, live on Flow Racing if you cannot get there. A couple of other sprint car notes for you today. Noah Gass did run on Sunday at Houston Speedway, eventually finishing second to Chase Randall. I had an email about this, and yes, this will count towards his four Word of Outlaws freebies. He had yet to use any of this season. I think this was a solid move for that team to go do this. Get some laps at Houston's with the High Bank Nationals coming up in a few weeks. Should be a nice confidence boost, too, to grab a podium finish. That team has been better as of late against the Outlaws, making features in five of their last six starts. Danny Dietrich has been running a car out of the stable with high limit, and you have to wonder if the feedback from him has been helping gas out on the road. Also, as Jeremy Elliott has reported, Parker Price-Miller is teaming back up with Sam McGee Motorsports for select events coming up. PPM drove for the team last season, but the 11 car shuttered over the offseason with PPM and crew chief Kevin Osmolski moving on. With PPM sort of ride searching right now uh, after departing the McCandless 29, this is an interesting development. Uh, The McGee 11 will reappear this weekend in Oxford with the Outlaws, plus races coming up at the Brad Doty Classic, the Million and Kings Royal uh, weekend at Eldora the 360 and 410 Knoxville Nationals, and at the Houston High Limits show in August. And I would assume in between that PPM will continue to keep running his own 9P car. Indiana Major continued last night with a stop at Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis. This was night two following the opener Sunday at Hopstot. That was won by Jacob Denny. We had a nasty crash in Heat Race 3 when Jade Avedisian got on the bike and went hard into the concrete wall. The car actually hit nose first and thankfully uh, thankfully not cage first, uh, but it was a hard hit for Avidicium. Going back to the video I did on Justin Peck's Bridgeport uh, crash, there were some kind of unhinged comments uh, from certain folks that want open-wheel racing to remain dangerous uh, and not go soft or something like that. I've seen comments about wrapping drivers in bubble wrap, but seriously, to hell with all of that. Nobody, including me, is saying we should wrap drivers in bubble wrap. What I am saying is we need to eliminate openings in the fence like Peck's car got into at Bridgeport and we need to get rid of these blunt edges like Jade hit last night at Circle City. A lot of tracks have concrete outside walls within a catch fence set back away from the concrete. That's what you see at Circle City. That means drivers can hit that top exposed corner or land hard on that top concrete ledge. Those are the types of hits that fold in cages and get people hurt. It's completely unacceptable to have impacts like that possible. If you disagree with me on this point, you are free to move along and find your dirt racing content elsewhere. We will never be able to make racing 100% safe. Everyone understands that. But we should be working towards eliminating just absolutely blatant hazards around these race tracks. And I think we're going to reach a point where some of these facilities will struggle to get insurance. Either the underwriters won't approve them at all, or it will be too cost prohibitive for the tracks to get coverage. And I don't think the fans understand how big of an issue for the industry insurance is and could become. If there's no insurance, there's no racing, period. And like it or not, that's just the reality and the world we live in. Thankfully, Jade was okay last night and bounced back to finish eighth in the feature. Out front, Buddy Kofoid got to the lead because of issues for the leader on two different occasions. The first was Gavin Miller wrecking by himself on lap 12 while out front. And the second time was Logan Seavey having ignition problems with just a few to go and losing a shot at the win. Kofoid now has two USAC midget starts this season with a second place and a win. If he continues to run like this, he'll be a big problem for the other competitors. Behind him, uh, Jacob Denny and Bryant Wiedemann rounded out the night's podium. Denny extended his series points lead to 67 over Days in Pursley. In five starts so far this year, Denny's finishes are eighth, fourth, two wins, and a second. I don't think anyone saw this coming from uh, the Ohio driver. Certainly not me. If we would, you know, when we talked at the season start about who's going to you know, contend for this championship. I don't know that we were talking about Jacob Denny. Indiana Midweek is off tonight with racing getting back going again tomorrow at Gas City. That's it for the show today. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com to see the daily streaming schedule for today. Get caught up on all of the latest news and all of the other things you can find over at dirttracker.com. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.